I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day legends, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Got a special guest joining us once again today, uh, the physio and podcaster to the stars, Brian, formerly known as the NRL Physio, what's doing? Mate, not a lot, not a lot, just diving into your world these days, Uh, yeah, dipping my toe in the podcast waters, which is pretty fun, so uh, yeah, hopefully I can learn a bit off yourself and um, yeah, keep it growing over the next, over the rest of the season really. Mate, good to see you still got time for the uh, little guys. (laughs) <laughs> Mate, I think in this world you're the big guy. You know, I'm I'm the one who's sort of you know looking for your help. So uh, yeah, no, I it, look, it's exciting, mate. Good fun, and um, yeah, hopefully continue to get some good content out there. But, mate, in all seriousness, have launched the podcast over the last few weeks. Uh, mate, big fish to start, Tommy Turbo. I don't know if it gets any bigger. Just quietly, how, how was that for you? Yeah, mate, it was really good. Uh, he was someone who um, who I've always wanted to talk to, you know, surrounding his hammies and stuff like that. Thought there was a bit of value there and sort of giving the punters a bit of an insight into his rehab. Uh, got Adam Dwayne on this week, uh, which will go really, really well. Hopefully Christian Welsh in the next couple of weeks too. So, uh, yeah, a few big fish sort of lined up to start with just to kind of get, get, I guess, get people listening and sort of see what we're about and stuff like that. But, yeah, look, as you know, my main game is, so educating people on injuries and, and particularly around super coach and fantasy, giving you all, um, yeah, the best best insight around that. And, mate, what's the plan week to week with a podcast? Is it just going to be an interview with players? Are you going to give an update each week? How's it going to work? Because I'm sure that people want to make it part of their uh, weekly rotation. So what, what's going to happen? Yeah, the main guts of it is going to be updates on the injuries. So not only in-game injuries, but guys who are out, you know, when are they coming back, what to expect when they're back, How and guys who got injured that weekend, how long should they be out for. And then not only that, what's their performance going to be like on return, what's their re-injury risk. You know, they're the really important things, particularly around Supercoach and Fantasy. Look, the player interviews are nice and they're, and they're good to be able to do, and I enjoy talking to guys and sort of getting an insight into that. 
but they won't be, you know, every week. It'll only be when I can get someone on board and obviously at the start it's easier to kind of get people involved and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, the main crux will be giving people, you know, an insight, the only real insight that you get into NRL injuries because there's no one else really out there like myself. Um, so, yeah, anything Supercoach fantasy-wise, it'll all be covered. Mate, I know it's going to absolutely fly. It's going to be become an integral part of all Supercoach and NRL fans' weekly rotation, mate. So all the very best with it. I know you're going to fly, though. Now let's provide some uh, education today for people. I've got a list of guys I'm going to run through rapid fire. Uh, Brian, obviously, uh, unlike me, has a real job, so he's a little bit pushed for time. So we're going to fly through this list, mate. Let's kick off with... Payne Haas, uh, I don't have him in Supercoach, so I was uh, low-key cheering the other night, but it sent a bit of a uh, ripple effect through the Supercoach community. Uh, it was panic stations. Where are we at with Payne? Yeah, mate, minor AC joints, Frank. That's the joint at the tip of the shoulder. Look, it is a pain management thing. So, you know, uh, if he cops a blow to the same spot, it's probably going to be pretty sore and he might need – he's going to have to play with probably a pain-killing injection and some padding and stuff like that. But, look, I mean, if you've got pain hearts, you aren't – you know, you're not sitting him, you're starting him. I'd be – it'd be pretty unlucky if you got anything less than his usual workload out of him because even if he copped a blow, he'd probably just go off, get a needle and come back. So, yeah, pretty minimal concerns there. Not overly what I wanted to hear as a non-Haas owner, but we'll run with it. Mate, Tommy Turbo, uh, your new best mate, what's doing? Yeah, mate, look, uh, talking to him last week, he seems to be going really well with his rehabs. Uh, it was probably the best way you could tear an MCL rather than sort of tearing it through the middle of the ligament. He just pulled one end off, off the bone, so they just pin that back. It's a lot easier than kind of having to reconstruct or stitch the ligament back together, so... He's hoping to return next week. I'd say probably round 10 more likely. Um, but, yeah, sometime over the next week or two. And, uh, and yeah, look, I'm expecting once he comes back, yeah, it shouldn't, you know, holding back too much. MCL sprains don't tend to, uh, tend to sort of linger in terms of their risk with performance and those kind of things, especially because he's only missed four weeks. It's different if he misses, you know, eight to ten weeks. There's probably some conditioning issues and those kind of things. But yeah, with him, look, you know, I think mainly players that someone like Saab and, and those kind of guys, I think they're they're due for an uptick once Turbo comes back. So I think he'll hit the ground running. So we're not worried about state of origin at all, mate. No, 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 mate. He'll be he'll be fine for that. Mate, uh, a couple of Warriors, uh, Tohu Harris, who we haven't seen yet. I remember talking to you a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we sort of thought that Tohu was going to come back um, pr- probably earlier than, than, than when he has. We still haven't seen him on team lists or anything like that. I know it's very hard to get any information out of the New Zealand Warriors, but where are we sitting on Tohu now? Yeah, mate, I'll be the first to put my hand up. I don't mind, you know, sort of admitting when I when I miss one, and this is a big swing and a miss. Like, I, Tohu now is, is beyond kind of getting beyond nine months post-surgery uh, when it's looking like he's returned. They're talking around, they were talking around 10 before the season, which I thought he'd beat that, because that was nine months. Now they're kind of talking around 12, which is just crazy for an ACL. You, you just, look, I mean, it's a, it's wonderful to hear because his re-injury risk will be really low going over nine months. But you just don't see it in the NRL these days. Most guys, the average return to play is just over seven months. Uh, and we've only seen sort of one or two over nine months in the last, you know, five years or so. So, yeah, a bit of a real big mystery with Tobu. I don't know whether he suffered a setback in rehab, whether the injury was worse than first thought. Um, but yeah, look at like round 12, it's sounding like at this stage, but with that delay, uh, I mean, it could be anything at this stage. 
And, mate, I imagine that even more so here, the same rules apply with guys returning from ACLs. They do tend to start slow. Yeah, look, he, he's not somebody who I'm expecting to hit the ground running, particularly if his rehab's taken, you know, this long. It, it, like, I'd love to think that it's because the Warriors are taking their time with him and that he's going to be primed when he comes back. But I'd say it's more than likely because, as I said, the injury was worse than worse thought or rehab progress was slower than expected. So, yeah, guys are usually, I mean, we've seen guys this year, Luke Keary, Lindsay Collins, you know, these kind of guys coming back off ACL, they don't, you know, hit their peak from the get-go. And, mate, uh, that injury compounded on the weekend with uh, Joshy Curran, who stepped into that 13 role. He's, he's played a little bit of edge throughout the season, but I would argue he's probably been the Warriors, if not their best player, definitely in their top two or three. Uh, how long are we expecting to see Curran on the sidelines for? Yeah, mate, I, I think at least three weeks. Um, it looks, once again, tough to get info out of the Warriors, but I would say he suffered at least a moderate-grade MCL sprain, which is usually around that three-week mark, best case. Uh, but it could be even longer. I mean, he, he had to pretty much get assisted off the field by two trainers, which is never a good sign. Starts to bring in concerns for, you know, like high-grade MCL injury or even a meniscus problem, which could, you know, extend in beyond six to eight weeks. So hopefully we get some clarification on him in the next couple of days. Uh, but, yeah, I think a multi-week absence is on the cards. Mate, what, what about your guest who's joining you on the podcast next week, Adam Dwayhe? Uh, how's he travelling? Yeah, mate. Uh, look, uh, like by all accounts, I mean, he, he seems to be going really well. It is his second ACL injury. Uh, so they tend to take a little bit more care with those because there is an increased risk of a third ACL injury. It's up around 30% of players who suffer two injuries go on to suffer a third. So that's not something you want to muck around with. He's coming up on eight and a half months post, post-op. So he'd probably be looking at around that round 13, 14 mark as his aim. I mean, we'll obviously get a little bit more. I'll, I'll try and nail him down um, when I have a chat with him about exactly what he's aiming for. But once again, with him look coming off his second ACL, that kind of thing, I think they'll, you know, he, he won't be hitting massive heights to start with. I mean, the Tigers are killing it. He'll probably start in the centres, that kind of thing. Um, to ease him back into things. So, yeah, expecting around that round 13 to 14 at this stage with a gradual sort of reintroduction. Mate, uh, Latrell Mitchell, uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster since he got injured. Reports of him uh, not being uh, fit for origin, potentially. Uh, when do you see Latrell returning? Yeah, mate, he had the hammy and then um, he, he got had a niggling knee issue that he got fixed up surgically as well. Uh, while they figured, you know, while off with the hammy, why not do the knee as well? Look, it theoretically won't add too much time to his rehab. Um, around that six-week mark is what they're aiming for, which would get him back a week before a week before origin selection. So he'd have one, potentially two weeks um, to prove origin selection. But with this knee injury... With the severity of the of the hammy, I've got real concerns for his availability for Origin. Like they, I think they said six to eight weeks initially, and and look, I'm certainly a bit concerned that that eight weeks is is more likely the case. Hammies are just really tough. I mean, we've talked on your pod before about they they just have that really high re-injury risk. This is Latrell's second hamstring injury um, to that hamstring that he tore off the bone a couple of seasons ago. So, yeah, look, I, I can't see the Rabbitohs kind of rushing him back. And even if they do, like, there, there is that high risk of re-injury in those first couple of weeks back. You put him into, you know, a pressure cooker like Origin with an increased risk of injury. 
it's all just a bit worrisome for me, even if he does kind of come back and he's fit for origin. So it's a situation I'm, I'm a bit nervous about. I, I almost, I think, from a Latrell-Mitchell perspective, everyone but a New South Wales you know, fan perspective, I think if you're a Rabbitohs fan, you almost want him to not be fit for origin and kind of come back after that origin one and, and go back that way to so take it a bit more conservatively. Yeah, I won't say too much, but uh, I believe that Latrell's reasonably confident that he is going to make it back there for Origin. So an interesting one to watch there, um, if there's a bit of smoke and mirrors going on there. But we'll see how that one plays out, mate. Brian Toto, another guy hoping to get back in time for State of Origin. Uh, how's Toto travelling? Yeah, look, he, he should be back in the next couple of weeks. He, uh, by all accounts, is, is really close. He's, he's getting to that near end stage of rehab. He had a grade three MCL injury like Turbo, uh, so a bit longer for him as his was sort of through the middle. He, he was able to avoid surgery. Um, but, yeah, look, minimal concerns for performance on his return. So, yeah, in the next, like I'd say, round nine to ten-ish uh, for, for his return, so should be available for origin. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He's one of those guys that obviously the way that he returned last year from that injury, it could be anything for him. 100%. And that's, that's the thing for for him. I think the destructive way that he, that he runs, he just takes so much to to get down that sometimes the sloppy tackling techniques kind of put him at an increased risk of, uh, of injury purely because he's so tough to bring down. But, yeah, look, I'm expecting him to come back pretty good. Uh, certainly a lot better than I know he struggled with that ankle that he came back with late in the year last year. So I think um, I think he'll be a lot better this time around on return. Now, mate, I've heard a little whisper that potentially we could see uh, Naiduku make his debut this weekend. He's been named on the extended bench, um, and all the other guys have been named in reserve grade, essentially, outside of him. He's returning from injury himself. Obviously, the Parramatta Eels, they're struggling for outside backs as it stands at the moment. Dylan Brown had to play centre last week. When are we expecting to see Sevo return? Yeah, there's been a weirdly, like, you know, a lack of information on him. Uh, he's coming up on just over eight months post-surgery. So it's usually in this next month that you'd see him. So I'm expecting sort of between now and round 12 for his return. But I literally couldn't give you a skerrick of information on where he's at in his rehab. Para, like, I know a lot about what's going on with all the other guys at Para, but there's just been not much on SIBO. So... Just going off time frame sometime over the next month. Um, but, yeah, once again, hopefully we get some sort of information about where he's at in terms of his, his rehab and what he's doing at training. Mate, fuck those sort of situations must be frustrating for you. Oh, mate, 100%. Especially, you know, like I, like I sort of look at something like that and, and look, I'll, it's my hill that I'll die on. But I'm all for holding injury information back when it gives you a competitive advantage, right? You know, so to famous example being Cooper Cronk in the grand final you hold that information back it keeps your opposition guessing all that kind of stuff but you know with para holding back this information on Sevo when he's expected to return all that kind of stuff you're just robbing the fans you know like there's literally you're not gaining yourself a competitive advantage 
maybe you're protecting the player from a bit of scrutiny, um, you know, around uh, why isn't he back yet, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, like, I, I mean, I get messages all day, every day. What's going on with this player? What's going on with that player? Fans just want to know how their favourite players are going. You know, that's, that's all they want to know. And so, so when there's this much lack of information... It, it, like it sucks for me, obviously, trying to do what I do. But I think, at the, like you know, at the end of the day, it just sucks for fans. Now, mate, before I do let you go, uh, we'll move away from injuries for a second. I know you're a big Dolphins man, mate, a huge Redcliffe Dolphins man. Tommy Gilbert signed the other day. We're still waiting for that big marquee signing. How are we feeling about the Dolphins at the moment, mate? Well, mate, you talk about marquee signing, and this is very timely to, to bring this up. About 15 minutes ago, I tweeted a story. Uh, there's uh, there's a report that they've signed Conrad Hurrell for next year, my friend. So can it get any more marquee than big Conrad? Uh, I'm pretty stoked about that just for, you know, just for, I guess, vibes more than anything. But, yeah, no, really happy with probably Tom Gilbert's the, almost the best signing so far for mine. I think he's a really good young forward. I've always rated him pretty highly. I, I'm a big fan of Q Cup myself, so I've watched a lot of him in, in Cup and, yeah, really, really rate him. Look, the other signings, I mean, you need experience. I get that. But, uh, yeah, look, I think they, they need to try and land a Munster or a, or a Walsh or something like that, get some sort of uh, pulling power in there because, yeah, it's not really going anywhere at the moment, unfortunately. I will say this, mate. Uh, Conrad Harrell, obviously, he's been over there for a while and, he, you know, he has been hit and miss throughout his career. When he's on, he's great. But, uh, mate, off the field as well, he's a champion guy, Conrad. He's a real sort of uh, social media personality. So it does bring a bit of character t- to the club at least. Yeah, 100%, mate. Yeah, just, you know, get someone like Connie just gets people excited. And that, at the end of the day, you just that's all you want. A bit of excitement for a new club. Like, you know, the, the signings so far are good for experience. And your Bromwiches and, your, you know, your Kapusis and those kind of guys, great for the side. But, yeah, I just want to get excited for my footy club. And someone like Connie gets me excited. Mate, before I let you go, uh, give the podcast a plug. Name, where can they find it? What can they expect? Everything, mate. Yeah, guys, so the Magic, I probably should have mentioned that at the start, the Magic Sponge podcast, so search that, Magic Sponge podcast with NRL Physio. Uh, It'll come out at the end of every week, so we're aiming to record, I think this week it'll be Monday night with a long weekend, but we're aiming to record Sunday nights moving forward for a Sunday night, you know, Monday morning release, so you can plug it in your ears on the drive to work on Monday morning and get your... Yeah, look, cover all the injuries. So pretty much every injury, look, you, you all might follow me on social media and see three to four weeks for certain injuries and whatnot. Um, you know, time frames are just the base of what I do. You know, we're, we're covering what players are going to be like on performance. You, you know, talking about pain half today, even when they're fit, what are the expectations? Do they have any in-game aggravation risk? What's their re-injury risk like? And they're the kind of things that you need to know for your fantasy and supercoach sides. If you're a fan of the club, um, you know, it just gives you a bit of insight into what to expect from the player on their return, what's their re-injury risk like, those kind of things, because that all directly correlates to their, you know, their performance and, and their fantasy and super coach scoring. Brian, mate, I really appreciate your time. And for all the listeners out there, as I'm sure you all are, make sure you're following NRL Physio on all forms of social media. If any of you aren't, I will be shocked beyond belief. But make sure you are. Mate, cannot wait for the podcast to be up and running week and week. Going to be a very exciting one that I'm going to have to tune into every single week and no doubt pilfer a heap of content from just quietly. We appreciate your time, brother, as always. Cheers, mate. Talk to you soon.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money and- 